Summer driving season is upon us. That's a combination of tons of traffic, all our roads under construction all at once, and a ton of accidents. That's summertime in Michigan. We have a ton of accidents, and if you are injured in one injury, attorney David Feminino and his team are ready to help you right now. It's simple. He doesn't take a fee until he wins your case. You could speak to David personally right now by calling 855-65-CRASH, or you can go to that website anytime. Get David. GetPaid.com. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, it is 3 o'clock. Also, just received a text from TJ Lang going, wow, you sound like you're dying. I'm sick, TJ. What? I mean, it's not a mystery. I am the living embodiment of Lions fan today. Because blowing a 17-point game in the NFC, 70-point uh, lead in the NFC title game is sickening. Yeah. Why is TJ the, the, even the, up? The, 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 uh, please, please, he wants to call in. He wants to go after caller Chad. I go, do whatever you want to do. I'm just trying to use one nostril today, all right? Like, I say, you want to call, call. Stop breaking my balls in a commercial. Right, he got back at like 5 in the morning. Like, I figured he would be asleep all day. I told him, call in. But I'm not missing this show today. I'd have to be dying to miss this show today. He knows. We have to be here for the people. Yeah, TJ knows the hotline number, right? Call in. Gee whiz. He has all of our numbers, okay? He can do whatever he wants. I just think he oh, wants to Oh, don't worry. He's like. over here going, oh, yeah, yeah, please. It's his, it's his pastime. It's what he does. <laughs> now, where we started the show, and we're going to get right to the callers, it's simple. I don't believe you can blame one person. I don't think it's fair to do what national media is just doing and making this just a Dan Campbell thing. I don't think that's fair. If you want the win probabilities of the decisions, 0.2% on the first go for it in the third quarter, 0.3% with seven minutes left in the game. Those are coin flips. Do I disagree with them? Yes. Disagree with them before they ever snap the ball. Yeah. But I don't get to kill them on those. They're coin flips and this is who he is. And what did we say on the pregame show yesterday, Rico? Be you. Yep. Don't do what Baltimore did starting that game yesterday, getting completely out of what they are defensively. And that's why... If you're going to go down, yeah. go down swinging. But see, that's why I'm a little upset, because he wasn't himself at the end of the half. At the end of the half, Dan Campbell goes for the touchdown, goes for the kill shot, goes up 28-7, to and says, San Francisco... Your move. He hesitated. You saw it. Jared Goff and the offense stayed on the field like, Coach, give us the play. Which one we running? He's conferring with the ref. Mm, wait, wait, is it two yards, two and a half yards? Uh, I don't know. You know what? Uh, let's just let's kick the field goal. No, Dan, that was the time that you should have just gone for the kill shot. The 49ers were reeling. You should have put them out of their misery. But the other ones... Maybe he had to go through this to realize when you're in the NFC title game or even in the Super Bowl, you take points when they're there. Because when you, if not, you start chasing them. And once you start chasing points, you rarely catch them. He should have stopped the bleeding. He didn't. He went for it. Reynolds dropped it. And then with, with you know, seven minutes to go in the game, just tie the game up, lean on your defense, give them a rah-rah speech, try to get a three and out, get the ball back, and try to win the game. But instead, he he was still chasing the points that he missed. 
And that's the problem, in my opinion. So, Well, and again, the most egregious thing he did, you cannot use a timeout, minute and change to go, <laughs> because you ran the ball at the goal line, and now if I don't get the onside kick, the game's over. Yeah. That's the thing no one's talking about. You're right. That should have been a fire drill. You should have already told your kicker, hey, if anything yep. happens, you guys run out on the field, kick the field goal, because we need 10 points. So let's just take the three now, and we'll take our chance on getting the seven later. But Yeah, call- you're doing three passes there into a field goal, period. Yep. I, yeah. I, I could not justify a run there. Exactly. And if even, and even if you're going to give the ball to Montgomery, it's a halfback option pass where – if the tight end or Panay Sewell breaks free from the line on a trick play, you have the right to throw it to him or throw it out the back of the end zone, but that stops the clock. Correct. And again, if Reynolds catches a ball, if you don't have the Gibbs fumble, um, there there are a number of things. Yeah. But in totality, it, it was a complete collapse. And And I started the show with this, and no one has yelled at me yet, so I'll say it again. I don't think you just lost going to the Super Bowl. I think you lost winning it. At that first, team? yeah, I, I thought that was a little hyperbole at first, Mike, but then, I, it, yeah, you're right. Because the way you were playing in the first half, was you were the best team in football that day. You would have beat the Ravens, you would have beat the Chiefs, and you were beating the brakes off the Niners. No one could stop you. You were a machine Wasted in all of this was that JMO breakout game that we all wanted. It just happened, including him snatching the ball out of the air from the hands of Ambry Thomas and say, No, 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 I need that ball back. We're trying to win this game. JMO did everything we wanted him to do in this game, but you made so many poor decisions. But you were the best team. You're right. That if you would have played Kansas City, you've already beaten them, you would have beat them again. The other problem is. And it's not hyperbole, but it'll never be like this again. Your quarterback's going to make double the money. He's going to be in the 50s. You're going to have to pay Amon Ross St. Brown 25 per minimum. You're going to have to spend. And you're just not going to have. Now, look, you got 60 mil in cap space. You need to spend every penny. Yeah. You got to be all in. Dan Campbell said it after the game. I was about to say. It's going to be twice as hard to get back here. Yeah, he told his team, I'd like to say we'll be back, but I can't tell you that because it's hard to do. And there's no it's guarantee we're going to be back. You know, I believe so in everything's team. on the table today. Yeah. Everything's out there for you. We're trying to do group therapy with you guys, but also shoot you straight on it. I don't want to do the lazy stuff where, where you power bomb the coach. I, I, first of all, the majority of you don't get to do that. You signed up for this. This is who you are. It's the DNA of the man, the team, and the culture. You can't dovetail because it didn't work. Now, if you don't like all those moves and you were saying it all here, do it. But you know what? I have bad news for you. I don't think anybody wants to hear told you so today. It's not the time. And second of all, the calls were good. Josh Reynolds, catch the ball. He'd been so clutch all year for this team. All year catches one of those balls don't you feel like the game could be different certainly the fourth down but even the third down yeah, the you don't go three and out there because mm-hmm. that's when all, all of a sudden go. yeah the blood was in the water at that point let's go to the people let's go to brian 97.1 brian how you doing buddy brian hey, brian 
Next, move it on. Let's go to RJ if we could. RJ, how are you? RJ. Okay. Awesome. Let's go to Andrew. Let's try. Rico, is something going on I don't know about? Uh, we had problems earlier. Let's try Andrew. Andrew. What's going on, guys? Hey, Andrew. There he is. Hey, I'm not going to lie. I spent the first part of my morning getting a GoFundMe together to uh, possibly cover the expenses of Rico taking a PTO today. PTO day today. Because honestly, Rico, I don't really want you here. My bad, dude. What did I do? Love you to death, but, but, I, but I don't want you here. Uh, I don't really feel like you're allowed to be in this conversation. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, oh Andrew, oh, stop oh, it oh, now. Oh, he oh. has done nothing egregious. What stop it now. I what know, have I done? But uh, you just exist. Wow. And you're a Niners fan. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know it sounds so harsh. My bad. Right, because so, I, I didn't drop passes. Oh, my God. I, oh, my hey, God. So, hey, uh, I'm sorry, man. Hey, I Andrew, what's your problem with Rico? Birth. Uh, he's oh, he's a Niners fan. <laughs> that's really about it. Let's go. I know. Oh, so, um, uh, actually, uh, I actually just crossed to the Cincy Bridge, uh, moving next to Keeneland there, Mikey. So, if you ever want to come down and uh, yes. go, go horse racing, uh, I'm going to be down we'll here. We'll see you in April week. for Bluegrass Day. Yes, sir. Oh, bet oh, your ass. So that's a great excited, time. Man. Yes. So, uh, time. all right. Um, just drop balls. Reynolds makes that play 10 out of 10 times the whole season. And he drops two of the most clutch catches he could have possibly like. Like Jared was targeting him for a reason because he was clutch, and he dropped two of them. And then uh, you guys are absolutely right, going for the field goal at the end, and then hoping you get the seven at the end. We should have never been in the position in the first place. We we were all celebrating at the half, and then maybe that's that's our fault. Well, and listen, I mean, the Reynolds thing, like, you could compare it, like, remember when Wes Welker inexplicably dropped the ball in the Super Bowl? Yeah. It cost them largely a, a Super Bowl, like Jackie Slater back in the day. Like, the moment is too big sometimes. And what is routine and what is regular, stuff happens. I, I can't explain it. Right. I, I don't think anyone has been more positive about Josh Reynolds than me. He's so clutch for this team, and he's been such a security blanket for Goff in big moments. It was stunning. And for it to happen twice, it's yeah. it's inexplicable. It was, but Mike, uh, you, David, Kenny, have fun. I'm out of here. I'm taking a PTA. I, <laughs> he, goes, he goes, well, your general existence. You just exist. <laughs> You're here. <laughs> like, Spicy wow. way to start the 3 o'clock. Uh, let's go over to Anthony, 97-1. Anthony, what's going on, buddy? Hey, guys. Uh, Anthony here, Niners fan. I live right by the stadium out here, so I'm giving my Niners perspective. Uh, look at it. Detroit's a good team. Uh, I believe first half, 21 carries, 148 yards, right? You guys scored three times. Of course, the momentum changed in the second half. Two things that really stuck out to me, uh, that drop two drop passes by Reynolds, when you guys were trying to um, push the momentum back in your favor. And, of course, uh, Campbell, I mean, the fourth and three, fourth, fourth, and, uh, fourth and three, you guys are down by three points, 24 to 27. You got to kick that field goal. You got to tie it up just I'm to give you. the guys a little bit more momentum. So, um, yeah, I mean, you guys, you guys will be back. Um, I can feel your pain. I can feel Detroit's pain because it reminds me of the Niners being up 
on 2020 Super Bowl against Mahomes. I was there in Miami, so I felt it. I, we were close to the finish line, and of course, unfinished business. So we got a rematch with them. But um, yeah, yeah, that offensive you know, coordinator on Detroit up, side. Yeah, yeah, but the point you bring up about passing the field goal to try to tie the game—that—that's the one. Look, you could leave everything that happened before that and go, look, before the half, you want to debate going for it, field goal, third quarter, you want to debate, let's get back up 17. Go ahead. I cannot work my way around. I have a field goal that Badgley hits 77% at a time. 46 yards. I mean, I hate calling it a chip shot, but in today's NFL, it kind of is. Anything you got to hit 50. it. Yeah. You got to tie the game up. You have to. Because the biggest problem is if I don't get it and San Francisco scores, now a two-score game. i got to tie this puppy up with seven minutes to go. And at worst, I'm going to get the ball back with a chance to tie the game. At best, I get a chance to go and win the game. That's that's the one I'll never be able to work my way around. But even still, when they passed up on it, it's fourth and three. It's at the thirty. They are converting those at the same, if not slightly higher level than their kicker would convert that down and distance kick. The problem is, San Francisco tricked Goff on that play. Yeah, they did. Probably the Gave best. Gave him a man look, oh, dropped dude. in the zone. Steve Wilkes has never done anything like. I mean, I thought he was going to get fired at halftime. And, like, Jared Goff had a look on his face like, Coach, I have never seen them do this before. There's nobody open. We're effed. We're screwed. And, yeah, he was just hoping that Amon Ra would come back and get that ball. But, yeah, everybody was covered on that play. See, but here's the thing, and it's it's for a later date. It's not for today, but yes, it goes back to Brad Holmes in the offseason. We talked about it going into the draft, going into free agency. They needed to get a kicker. And there's a problem when he supplements the, the, the roster. He does a great job in the draft. That's their foundation. But when it comes to supplementing the roster, he hasn't got corners. He didn't get anything to uh, compliment Aiden Hutchinson. Yeah, and There's Dave, a problem there. And, David, to bring it full circle, that play probably encompasses everything because you know who broke containment first? It was Chase Young. Then followed by Armstead and Harvgrave, and they chased him out of the pocket. But, yeah, that was Chase Young that broke containment. Be better. Get a kick. You want to see Chase Young at his best, you watch that play. You want to see him at his worst, watch him on the Gibbs touchdown run. Oh, yeah. I've seen school children show better effort making their own bed than <laughs> Chase Young on that touchdown run. Yeah. I don't know what that was. Yeah. He was like, oh. Sorry. Yeah, wait, you didn't blow the whistle? No, Chase. He's still running and he's celebrating. Yeah. That was something. All right. We'll get more to calls coming up next. 97-1. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The Step Back 3, you bet! Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. 
We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. All right, we'll get back to your calls here momentarily. I want to go ticket text. Just check in. David, anything stand out to you? I'm sure you're getting absolutely flooded. Yeah, David Montgomery was a beast. My biggest problem that Montgomery didn't get enough touches. San Francisco's defense was beaten down at halftime. Should have given him okay. the ball more. All right, so hold on. Let, let I, I, I don't like when fans do this. You had five possessions in the second half. One of them was a singular play, fumble. Another was a three and out. So there were three possessions. All right, let's take a peek at what, what, we, what, what we have here. First and ten. Completion of Laporta for 16. First and 10, Montgomery, gain a six. Second and four, you get the first down on the Hargrave penalty. First and 10, Montgomery up the middle for seven. Second and three, Montgomery over left guard for five. Catching a theme here? Now, the drive ends a couple of plays later, not because you stop moving the ball, but you end up on that fourth and two, Reynolds drops it. The next possession is the one-play fumble. How was I supposed to get it to Montgomery? It was a one-play drive. All right, now, if you want to critique the play calling of the three and out, well, let's take a look at what the three and out was. See, First and ten, hold on, hold on. Montgomery, My, right I, guard. Hold on. Before you get to the three and out, maybe on the third and four, you just hand the ball off to Montgomery instead of Amon Ra. Well, the third and four is coming up. Oh, okay. Oh, actually, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I want to apologize to you. You're right. Okay, one spot. We could say third and four from the San Francisco 30, which preceded the the Reynolds drop on fourth and two. Did you want to go to Montgomery there, not Amon Ra? Okay, that's one, right? Mm-hmm. Then the fumble. Then you had the three and out, where Montgomery got the ball on first down, right? Mm-hmm. All right, the next drive. The next drive, you're now trailing. You're down 27-24. Now, you move the ball. So this is not an issue of we went away from Montgomery and what we were doing didn't work, including 1st and 10, Detroit 47, Montgomery left end 16 yards, right? Mm -hmm. Gets another carry later in the drive. The drive ends on the 4th and 3 instead of kicking the field goal. Then you score a touchdown later, fine, 34-31. So here's what you're doing when you ticket text that in. You're telling me, that using Amon Ra on the third and four was so egregious that, quote, going away from David Montgomery was a whopping one-carry differential. One. Guys, you don't need to make things up. No, I think they're venting. No, they're venting, and in their world, you, you saw what you wanted to see instead of what really happened out on the field. That's why I said that one play. Now, if you said, why wasn't Montgomery in there? That's a great question. Or Gibbs, great question. Because either one of those guys, especially in that, t- Montgomery was just falling forward, picking up yards. He should, you should have had him. If you want to tell me, you want to tell me on first and 10, I don't need Gibbs in there. 
If Montgomery's in there, we don't fumble. I, you can quibble. The point I'm making is you got two legs to stand on here where it's one carry with Gibbs, one carry with Amon Ra. Where else did they go away from him? They used him in every drive. They only had three real possessions in the second half. That's all. Sorry. David, go ahead. Yeah, someone wants to thank you all. Says, thank you, Mike and Rico, for doing this show today. It's been a pretty terrible night and day, and I think a lot of people are benefiting from this talk show today. Someone else is sending in. I mean, it's really just kind of a wellness check. I mean, where are you? I mean, some people, like our first call of the day, Sue was just, you know what? I'm happy. Didn't think we would make it this far, and let's do it next year. Go ahead. And then someone else wants to text in saying, stop making excuses for Dan Campbell. He simply blew the game for the Lions. Let me stop, Mike. Don't blow the gasket. Let me say this. Okay. If, if I'm allowed to, you know, I should be taking a PTO day, but what the heck, I was here. Dan Campbell didn't drop the passes. If anything, Dan Campbell called the right play. The ball hit the receivers in the hand which means that's on the players. Coaches coach, players play. He called the right play. On that third down play to Reynolds, Reynolds dropped it. I like Reynolds, okay? This isn't a bash of him, but he dropped the fourth down. I mean, they called right plays. Now, for Campbell, Campbell made mistakes. And we've. I said Campbell should have went for the touchdown at the end of the half. He should have kicked a field goal instead of going for it. At least went to tie the game up at 27 all. But I can't sit here and say it's all his fault because I promise you, David, whoever sent that ticket text in was loving Dan Gamble when he went for it and threw the pass to Amon Ra to end, the, to end the Rams game. He wasn't sitting at home screaming, we got the first down, but I'm angry. He wasn't doing that. So you don't get to do that now. Yeah, because you can look at – you can. Always look at fourth down decisions or even third down decisions to say sometimes, oh, it was a bad play call or whatever. No, the play was right. The the decision to throw it was right. The execution was poor. Now, you have to catch the ball. Not a, not a fourth and three? Bad play call. Yeah, okay. You, you, you thought the Fair. Niners were in man. They were in zone. Goff had nowhere to go, and he was being chased. So he couldn't even pick up the three yards if he wanted to. He did the smart move, throw it away, and let's try to get a stop. But all the other calls, they were right calls. You just didn't execute. Sorry. Uh, uh, from A2 in Tecumseh, good game, tough loss. Josh Reynolds needs to be gone, though. Those two drops were even bigger oh, than the Gibbs fumble. Well, he is oh, a free man. agent, so we'll you see You can't what distill what that guy's meant to this team in two plays. Come on now. Hey, you want, you want somebody you're probably going to move on from? It's probably Gardner Johnson. You know what, Mike? A little bit too no, no, much on, sizzle, on, on, Mike. not enough steak. Explain that to the people next. How about you do that? Because I, I, I don't want I you to it. cheapen this. That's Explain right. it to the people next. Done. <laughs> Done. All right. So <clears throat> Rico alluded to this. Let me let me give you two notes. And, and I'll start with C.J. Gardner-Johnson. And then there's one other thing no one's talking about. And I would like to add it to the list of reasons you lost. But, but the Gardner-Johnson thing, look, I like him as a player, but it's just gotten a little too much for me, and this team is built on culture, right? This team is built on grit and hard work and being all in. I don't know how many of you paid attention, but, I mean, 
last week, C.J. Gardner-Johnson should have got popped for a, for a personal foul taunting. Got very lucky yeah. after he tossed the ball back at Baker. All week in the lead up to this game, he's out here calling Debo Samuel, little boy, and doing all this other weird stuff. Then they get in the game. He takes a cheap shot on Debo. All right, selfish. He's waving goodbye to the crowd. One problem, it's the second quarter. So you start to look at it and you go, all right, this is why the Saints didn't keep him. This is why the Eagles didn't pay him. This is how you got him on a one-year prove-it deal. Now, I'm not angry if they bring him back, but I'm just saying I don't have to have him back. Melifonwu resurrected his career. Kirby Joseph's a good player. And you drafted Brian Branch. He's a luxury, not a need. Wouldn't be surprised if they moved on. Here's the other one. Do you know the only Lions player who played on defense to not register a single stat last night? I think I do, but go ahead. Aiden Hutchinson. Didn't have a tackle. Didn't have TFL. Nothing. He did. Well, in all fairness, he did knock Knocked down the ball two passes. Down. Yes. But, R- Rico, this is the other thing, is when you're in the big moments, I always used to complain about this like with the Giants with Strahan in the fourth quarter. I'd be like, alert me the next time he gets a fourth quarter sack. It'll be the first time. Like, you needed a play from your guy. The same way the Niners got it from their guy with Bosa. Yeah, but Cookies told me that uh, Williams was uh, no good anymore. Okay. I'm making a point. I know. You know, it, it and, and it's not about blaming Aiden. I'm saying when you guys want to put it all on one person, we can craft a we can craft a picture so crystal clear it's about everyone. Your best defensive player, your face of the franchise, a nothing burger of a game. Your head coach, questionable decisions. Your sure handed receiver, not sure handed. Your genius OC. Couple of questionable calls. The Amon Ra third and four run. The pass back and forth kind of thing. Calling the run at the goal line. And then you zany use a timeout when you shouldn't. It's everything. And the Gardner-Johnson stuff, I just don't need any of that. This team is good. This team belongs on the same field as the good teams in the league. I don't need that. And it really had me going, you know what? This is why Philly didn't keep him. This is why the Saints didn't keep him. Right here. This nonsense. Right, because it, it could have cost you. Now, it didn't. You scored the touchdown. But let's just say, you know, Malcolm Rodriguez takes it back to the house on a pick six. You blindsided, cheap-shotted Debo. It was You put the needs of yourself over the team on that play because it was like I thought maybe they just got into it in the middle of the field. No, Debo was just looking. Away from the play, and you just ran up and hit him and then did the whole Tayshawn Prince. Oh, I didn't do anything. Actually, you did. The world. And part of the problem is you advertised it during the week. Mm-hmm. If you shut your mouth and you go play, maybe they don't call it. Maybe. But everyone knew you had a real problem with this cat during the week because the first thing you ran to do was go to social media and tell everybody about it. Just a small thing. I think they got enough talent. I think they got enough players. The $8 million, yeah, I got to allocate that to Jared Goff or 
part of Amon Ra's deal or what I got to spend to go and get a bookend for Aiden. All of it. All of it. Yeah. So it was just another thing, and, and I know not a lot of people are talking about it. It was just two notes. Want to go to the people? Who's held the longest? Who do you want to go to? That would be Josh. You're on 97.1. Good afternoon, guys. Hey, Josh. Hey, Josh. I just want to touch on something simple here. Kind of touched into it a little bit already. First half, everything went their way. You got a nice pick on Purdy, turned it into points. Moody misses a field goal he usually makes. The San Francisco crowd was pretty much out of the game. But in the second half, things start going wrong. And then the universe lets you know how wrong it could go when that Dinko, Doinko, almost a pick, and then IU comes down with that ball. That was the clear sign that the marching band of voodoo dolls was in the room, <laughs> and Dan Campbell had to pivot away from his instinct and realize that the house was on fire. Because when the house is on fire, all your senses tell you that at the same time, and you got to get outside of what you might normally do and say, I got to be smart and do this a little differently. And I'm just, for that reason, I'm shocked he didn't kick that late field goal. And that's what I got. Yeah, I mean, it was a ton of missed opportunities. I mean, you can you can pinpoint a lot of plays that if they just did this, this would have changed. They did this. They made this right decision. But I, I do wonder if maybe it was just way too easy and they relaxed and thought we had this game sewn up and we're headed to the Super Bowl. And they no, didn't I think, have the I same think hunger they that learned, they did. I think what you learn, it is one thing to compete with the great teams. It's another to get a lead on them. It's a whole different thing to put them away. Mm -hmm. It's a learning process. Yeah. And I wish I could tell you it'll be right back here. I can't say that. Your own head coach said as much. But they sometimes you got to learn. Like, I, you know, I, I I don't know if it's fair to use another sport, but, like, you look at basketball or hockey, very rarely does a team make it for the first time and they just go, in the words of Tom Berenger, win the whole effing thing. You got to learn how to do it. Yeah, they don't pull the Golden Knights. and Yeah. You know, look at how the Pistons had to make their way through Jordan. Multiple shots at it. You got to learn. Well, Mike, and for the old heads out there, this game, I, I think a lot of them feel the same way when, when Isaiah threw the ball away to Bird when you had the game locked up and you just made a bonehead decision and it changed everything and you had the victory and you lost it, but you had to go through the Celtics. Then you had to go through the Lakers before you finally got to that title. And they put the graphic up last night. This team doesn't have any experience. The Niners are loaded with it. They've been through the wars. So it doesn't surprise me that, Hey, here's the other thing, right? I don't, I don't, I don't want to. I hate giving credit to the opponent. That's a really good football team you played. You know they're getting paid too, and they saw a crack. They saw a little blood in the water, and it came after you. It took a lot of things to go wrong for you to lose that game. Part of it is your coach. Part of it's your OC. Part of it's your players. The defense is what it is. It's a bad defense. They're bad. Yeah. Now, do I think they can get exponentially better this offseason? I do. Priority 1 and 1A, lead corner, edge rusher. You put those two things on this defense. I and think we're funny, talking a whole different language. And the funny thing about the defense, I never thought I would say this, but one of the Achilles heel showed up. What's well, that? The mobile QB. Now, nobody pegged 
No, oh, yeah. Nobody's getting pretty, con- you know, confused with Lamar. But on three key third downs, he just took off and ran, picked up about 50 yards on three different plays. And it was, he was unaccounted for. He just takes off and runs. And it's just like, I think it was uh, Alex uh, Anzalone like whiffed and missed him on one. If he tackles him, you know, he's going to stop him behind the line, but he missed. And the next thing you know, nobody accounted for him. We'll get more of your calls. We got to get a football today in the mix as well. All right, we'll get back to your calls in a moment. Let's just mix in a football today, please. David, music. I think it, I think it tells you I'm right. They're pushing the envelope. I'm going to watch this team. Can I just say pass? In football today. Brought to you by Hungry Howie's Flavored Crust Pizza. Well, yeah, so we'll get to some of the other game uh, here. We'll talk about some winners and losers in the conference championship game. But let's start with a winner here with Travis Kelsey catching the ball uh, for 11 times, 116 yards, and a touchdown. How in the world does he continue to do this? I think he just got refocused. I think he rededicated himself back to the team and quit all the shenanigans and flying to Rio and all of these other places during the middle of the season and got his butt to practice. And you see what happens. He's still good, David. He just wasn't focused, in my opinion. Or the whole thing's rigged, and uh, I've had enough. Scripted. Okay. I, I just, I, I, I don't know. I can't take it. The Ravens are morons. Chiefs don't have anybody worth the damn at wide receiver except Rashi Rice. And you allowed this, this, this tomato can to go out there and grab 11 balls. Whole thing's absurd. The Ravens laid one of the biggest eggs in playoff history. Absolute ridiculous. Especially but because... please, please, planet Earth, tell me I have to continue to kiss Lamar Jackson's ass. Mike, it wasn't Do that even, for me. It wasn't even that. I'm, I'm looking at the Ravens' defense, and you're right. I'm like, I expected more at home. I mean, heck, you had Ray Lewis in the house. Like, what are you doing? Like, that's his only guy he's going to throw to, and yet he was always open. Yeah, let's get to that first loser here. Let's get to Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson looked pathetic yesterday. 20 for 37, 272 yards for a touchdown and an interception. Only rush for 54 yards, and he looked bad throwing the ball in the pocket. What is going on with him in these games? You know what? The moment was too big. He looked uncomfortable. I mean, when you come out and say, I don't want to play against Patrick Mahomes, this is him, not me. And then he just looked as if I kind of need everybody else to pick me up today because I'm not feeling up to the up to snuff. And this is what you get. He didn't make the big plays. He almost, when he threw the ball to himself, he had the full head of steam. He thought he was going to make it. And then when he did make the play, you get Zay Flowers getting a taunting penalty And then Zay Flowers fumbles it into the end zone, which would have tied the game up. But, you know, maybe we're now we're talking something different. But at that point, they were they were constantly playing from behind. He was pressing and you saw it. He was not the Lamar that you saw in the regular season, which maybe he's, you know, he's Joel Embiid. He's regular season guy, but don't ask him to do anything in the playoffs. No, 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 no. Don't ask him to drop back in a known passing situation on time, on platform, and be able to read a defense and make an accurate throw. Oh, wait, you mean the job of an effing quarterback? 
Every year they lose in the playoffs, he puts up his worst game, you guessed it, in the playoffs. But please, again, let's all firmly plant our lips on his ass. Yeah, it's going to be interesting when he uh, accepts that MVP trophy and he's sitting there to do it and not in the Super Bowl. Uh, So let's get to the next winner here. I mentioned how Lamar Jackson rushed for 54 yards on eight carries. But there was another quarterback in the other game that wasn't too far off, and his name is Brock Purdy. Is it now time to, uh, when it comes to game planning against him, to now think about his legs? His legs are being the winner here. He rushed for three carries, 52 yards. Of course, they took some off because of the kneel downs, but three carries, 52 yards, three first downs. I would say no. This is one where the Lions had him every time. They, the pocket collapsed, and somehow you managed to let him get out of the pocket. He's not this elusive quarterback. This is more so, if I'm a defensive person, I'm not game planning for him running the ball. I, I may give him one or two, but it's just guys, when you see him running, hit him. I mean, look, it's 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 most quarterbacks going to be able to move a little bit. No one's ever going to mistake him for a track champ, but he can he can motor. He reminds me a little bit like, remember when Stafford was younger? Stafford can move a little bit, steal you a couple of first downs. I mean, he it, look, he's a gamer, man. I, I don't have to, again, I don't play pretend. He ain't a league MVP. He's not an elite quarterback. He's a great system QB with a ton of talent around him. But he's a gamer. It's the way he was at Iowa State. It's the way he is now. And he made a couple of the big plays in the big moments. Kills me, but I got to give him his flowers. So the next winner here is Patrick Mahomes here. I've had enough. I'm leaving. I have had (laughs) enough of him as well. Um, But here's the thing here. And Dan Campbell said, you know, you never know. It's hard to get back here. You may never get back here. And everyone, he has a better arm than Tom Brady and all this stuff. You look at those stats. Of course, they're going to be better than Tom Brady. But in first six years, Patrick Mahomes is now four AFC titles. Tom Brady had three. Tom Brady had three Super Bowl rings. Mahomes is going for his third. This is ridiculous. He's, he's better than Brady. He is. I mean, the second half of his career would have to be a clown car for him not to exceed what Brady has done. He's a better player. He has dragged this team across the finish line. He's unbelievable. He True. really, I, I, I think he's in the Brady conversation, Rico. No, no, because even when he uh, went up against Brady, he had no offensive line, and he did it. He made the game competitive by himself, scrambling, just trying. If he had any line, it would have been a closer game. But you're right. We are we we really are witnessing greatness. And I don't like to use that term loosely, but Mahomes is gonna keep a lot of people from getting a ring simply because they're playing at the same time he is. Another winner here. I'm gonna couple these because it's two coaches on the same team, 49ers coaching staff. It is the head coach Kyle Shanahan, the defensive coordinator Steve Wilkes. Reason why they say they're both winners is because Kyle Shanahan has that question mark of being able to win the big one. 27 unanswered points. Kind of give that give him that uh opportunity again. David. But Steve Wilkes was on the verge of getting fired. Steve Wilkes is gonna get fired yeah. at halftime. I mean, he he gave the Ozzie Davis speech from school days. Do y'all want me to lose my job? That's where he was at. But, yeah, Shanahan in the Super Bowl and against the Rams in the NFC uh, championship game had 10-point leads in the fourth quarter, 
found ways to squander them. In this and and last week against the Packers, found ways to bring its team back and rally them to victories. Yeah, Wilkes, don't you, your your defense stepped up and made some plays. Don't take the victory lap if you're Steve Wilkes. Then the final for me, Dad. Yeah. Okay, then the final loser here. We'll end it with this one. It's NFL fans. We are the loser because we have to see Taylor Swift yet again for the Super Bowl. You know what? I, I mean, that's. Uh, huh. I think. I think it's a little bit late. Like it's not like if there's a camera dedicated to her. Yes, it they is. Cut, David, they cut to her in the crowd when when her boyfriend scores a touchdown. How is it any different than Brittany Mahomes or anybody else? Because they don't or, show them every single time. They show Purdy's parents. I mean, it, they, it's what they do. Fine. Now, if they just randomly start talking about her, I got problems. But, okay, her man just. You do worked. know who's doing the Super Bowl, right? Tony Romo and crew. Oh. They will randomly bring up Taylor Swift. Okay. Listen, you, that's you not know. her fault, though. I'm not mad at her. I get mad at the network. Thank you. There are a lot of people who attend these games you never know about. Why? They don't show them. But no, look, I just think we've generally reached a point of tomfoolery when it comes to the way people behave. Everybody wants to be a celebrity, and it's like, I mean, hell, you got Mahomes' dad out here. Oh, I'm going to light my cigar. It's like, will you please go sit down? Yeah, you know, Mahomes' wife talking bleep to everybody. I'm sorry, how many receptions did you have today? Oh, zero? Don't need to hear from you. Right. Now, like, guy, if they make it a thing, like I, I liked when they showed the uh, Barry Sanders and, and Joe Montana honorary captain. Okay, that's kind of cool. But, yeah, if it's just nonstop, okay, I don't need to hear the story about how you guys hung out. I don't need to hear any of that. But her man just scored. Let her celebrate. Oh, She's look, happy. it's Travis Kelsey's brother, shirtless. Like, see, I, I don't. That this yeah. is. We've just reached ridiculousness face. Because you know you're going to get that. So if you're upset with with, with uh, Taylor Swift, you know his brother's going to be doing oh, it's gonna, some it's going to be stupid. It, yeah, it, this it isn't is. a, it's not about her. It's about the networks. I'm not mad at her. She can do whatever else she wants to do. Yeah, good for her. Go ahead. Make your money. Do what you want to do. Enjoy the game. That is in Football Today, NFL Championship Edition. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love. Hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t